Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Tuesday, the 23rd of October, 2018, and I'm here in beautiful Costa Rica where the crickets are chirping and it's a peaceful evening and the dogs are finally not barking. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's an interesting week. Um, so let's start with the sun, which is now in Scorpio as of 7.23 a.m. today uh, in Eastern time. This is the annual run of Scorpio for the sun for a month. The sun goes through Scorpio every year at the same time. And it started today and it will run through you know, November in the typical Scorpio time period. And what we're until the 22nd of November, and what we're uh, witnessing right now is that the sun has opposed Uranus because remember Uranus entered Taurus back in May, and now we have Uranus retrograde in Taurus, ending its run in its brief run in Taurus before it retrogrades back into Aries for a few months. So, right now we have the sun opposing Uranus, and this happened a couple of hours ago, and this is an excitable energy. So maybe something happened for you today. Maybe there was some creative energy and sparks and inspiration. Maybe you got some information that was very good for you. Um, maybe you got some information that was you know, a breakthrough of sorts. So I can tell you this, on my end, I had a very cliched Uranian day because when I got up this morning, there was no electricity. And, and that's what Uranus rules, electricity. So I had no electricity and the property where I live, half of it had no water. I had water. So they had no water. I had no electricity. Then their electricity went out. Then it came back on. Then it went back off again. And so nobody kind of knew where they stood all day because we had to adjust momentarily to whether there was electric or water or whatever. Eventually, by the afternoon, my electric came back on, thankfully. And we proceeded with our day, but it's a weird way to start the day. And when the sun is opposite Uranus, these are weird occurrences that happen. <laughs> so it was kind of cliched because it involved electricity. So that was, that was exciting. So, and it was unexpected, you know, I didn't expect the electric to go off, but you know, and I wouldn't think of that necessarily because it is so cliched, like, oh, it won't be the electric. The last time I had the excitement of the eclipse with Uranus back on July 27th, we had an earthquake here. So I'm thinking that hopefully we won't have any more earthquakes this week and <laughs> uh, we'll just, we'll just see what happens. Um, anyway, so yes, we are now in Scorpio and we have a number of planets in Scorpio. So the sun is in Scorpio, Mercury is in Scorpio, Venus is in Scorpio and Jupiter is in Scorpio. And that's a whole lot of Scorpio energy happening right now. That's a lot of intensity, a lot of passion, a lot of mysteries and secrets and uh, Scorpio energy, you know, passions and, and intensity and digging into the depths to find out information and connect with something deep inside of ourselves and something deep in the subconscious that may surface now. Scorpio is always about going in deep. 
So with four planets there, we are encouraged to go deep. And for the next week or so, that's the way it's going to be. We're going to have four planets in Scorpio until Halloween when Venus goes back into Libra that afternoon. And she'll stay in Libra for November and then she'll go back in Scorpio again and she won't leave till early January. So right now we're dealing with a lot of Scorpio energy and it's time to dig in, get into your life, dig deep, find out what the universe is telling you, experience the depth of your own mind, your own soul, what's going on inside of you and what is so relevant for you right now and what is... Uh, where are your passions going? And this is another interesting thing because tomorrow, now the moon is in Aries right now and tomorrow the moon goes into Taurus. The moon has been void since this afternoon, which is a long void because it's not going into Taurus till 10.30 tomorrow morning Eastern time. So 2.18 today, it went void. And then tomorrow it doesn't go into Taurus until 10.30 a.m. So this is not a good time to start something new. It's not a good time to... Um, you know, plant new seeds, but it is a time to go within again, you know, void moons make us sort of step back and look inside and, or we just do mundane tasks. But this is an interesting time because yesterday and today we had the moon in Aries and it's not been in fire since last weekend or the weekend before when it was in Sagittarius, the weekend of the 12th and 13th. This is pretty interesting because there's no fire in the sky right now. So everything is, <laughs> there's four planets in water. So we're all feeling sensitive and emotional and intense and, and connecting on a deep level. And before that, you know, there has not been a planet steadily in a fire sign since Mercury left Leo in early September. So Mercury had gone retrograde and was in Leo and then spent time in Leo and then left Leo in early September. And since there's been no fire, there's been no motivation. There's been no get up and go. And there's been no real like igniting something that you want to do in your life. And other than an occasional two days with the moon and a fire sign, it's been over a month that we've had no real fire in the sky. And it's, I find it a bit difficult because it, you know, there's, there's not, there's too much water. There's five planets in water. There's four in Scorpio and Neptune's in Pisces and everything else is in earth. So this is very, very unusual. And it's a little too much. And Mars is in Aquarius. So that's the only air we've got right now. This is the only time, you know, that we can kind of connect with fire is when the moon is in a fire sign. So yesterday and today we have fire and we're not going to have fire again until the, a week from now. And that's when the moon goes into Leo next Tuesday night. And then um, we start moving with Mercury and Sagittarius on the 31st on Halloween. So thankfully some fire is going to emerge and it's really hard to just keep sort of swimming in the waters and thinking with Mars and, and trying to make something really concrete with all that earth, but there's no desire to get up and run. There's no desire to get up and exercise. <laughs> it's probably a little hard for people to exercise. Maybe you're falling off the exercise wagon a bit and 
it's really something important. Like we do need fire. And, you know, if you're a person who doesn't have fire in your chart and that can happen, you might not have a fire sign in your chart. If that happens, then you know what this is like. Then this just feels normal to you. But the, for those of us who do have fire in our charts, we do miss that spark that we're getting from the cosmos. And so I felt the energy strongly yesterday morning when I got up. Yesterday morning, the, the moon was already in Aries, and I felt a real difference, and I felt a real charge, and I felt excitement. And this has been, you know it's been void all day, but really, or half the day. And it's really not something that's common in these last weeks and this last month and a half. So fortunately, that's all going to end next Tuesday when the moon goes into Leo. And then your, um, our friend Mercury will go into Sagittarius and that's going to be there all next month. But by the time we get back into November, we get into November, Uranus is the first week of November. Things are going to shift dramatically because Uranus will go back into Aries and Jupiter will enter Sagittarius, its own sign. So that's really important. Um, in the meantime, we do have a full moon tomorrow and it's in Earth. So the moon is in an Earth sign. It's in Taurus. It enters Taurus tomorrow morning, like I said, and it's going to oppose Uranus right away. Um, in the morning, first it'll be exactly opposing Uranus at 11.30 a.m. Eastern time. And then the full moon itself will be 45, 12.45. So it'll be almost two hours later. Um, or no, an hour and 15 minutes. Sorry, an hour and 15 minutes later. So we've got a, a strong Uranian full moon tomorrow. So the moon is with Uranus. So we had craziness here today and I'm expecting it to continue tomorrow when the moon actually goes in to Taurus. And so I just hope it's good zaniness and not earthquake zaniness. <laughs> um, anyway, we have this, we have this full moon. So, and then the moon is going to oppose Venus tomorrow later in the day around early evening in, in, um, New York or Eastern time. And the moon is very busy tomorrow. It's going to conjunct Uranus. It's going to oppose the sun. Obviously it's a full moon. And then it's going to oppose Venus, which is close, kind of close to the moon as well, or close to the sun as well. Um, which brings us to the next event this week. And probably the most important event this week is that on the 26th Friday, the sun will conjunct Venus. Now they conjunct sometimes a couple times a year. Uh, they conjunct back in January in Capricorn and the sun, or actually in Aquarius, the sun and Venus conjunct is a very lovely aspect. The Venus that we're dealing with right now is retrograde. So she's traveling between the earth and the sun. So this means, this is what we call an in inferior conjunction. That doesn't mean it's bad or it's less than because it's inferior. It's not like, well, this is the inferior product in the lineup or something. It means that it's more interior and they probably should call it an interior conjunction because the Venus is between the sun and the earth. When she made a conjunction earlier this year, she was on the other side of the sun. So there was a different experience this is very lovely and it's a kiss from the universe and it's something that we need to pay attention to. Um, it is in Scorpio. It's in early Scorpio on the 26th. It will be three degrees of Scorpio. 
And that's where Sun and Venus will meet at three degrees Scorpio. So if you have something at three degrees Scorpio, then you should feel this. And if you have a planet, maybe uh, around three degrees of fixed, or even if it makes a, a nice trine or sextile, like in a water sign or something, uh, that would be a very nice little aspect you're going to have. So you're going to feel that. We're all going to feel it. We should feel blessed in some way on Friday. We should feel that there's some sort of uh, message or pleasantness or guidance or something pleasing that happens on Friday. Um, it is a crazy Uranian type of week. And this is a nice way to end it because even when we feel like things have been a little loony and crazy, um, this week ends sweetly. So we want to make sure that we connect with someone and be a little social on Friday and spread some bliss and love and happiness in the world because this is the time to do it. So after we take a long nap um, from tomorrow's full moon, we can connect with um, we can connect with the, the energy of the sun Venus that's coming. They're already close by aspect. I mean, the sun is at zero Scorpio, but it'll be one degree tomorrow. And you know, that's they're already conjunct, but the exact conjunction is Friday. So I'm hoping that this little precious kiss from the universe gives us a boost in the middle of, you know, this wild Uranian full moon. Now, um, Remember that kiss is happening on Friday. Remember that something lovely is happening. Um, because today and tomorrow are a little shaky and weird. And we Uranian energy is unpredictable. So like I said, I didn't expect that the lights would go off. <laughs> I should have. It's a very basic thing <laughs> with Uranus. But I didn't expect the lights went off. And that disrupted things. And you, know, you, you have to throw your hands in the air when something like that happens and you say, I don't, I didn't have control over that. Okay. I'll make do and I'll do what I need to, instead of sitting here, tapping your hand on the table saying, where, where's my lights, where my electricity. In any event, when we have a strong Uranus moon aspect, there is something and it's opposite the sun and we're having this full moon. It, there is something about relationships or one-to-one -one relationships or, or things that happen between people or sometimes money because these are money planets this is, or money signs. This is Scorpio and Taurus and they are, they are usually where the money is, our money and other people's money. And so we, we connect with that energy. One of the things we need to know about Uranus is we can't fly off the handle. We need to know that even if something happens, we have to just sort of move forward, connect with it, and try to be as reasonable as possible. And remember, there's this kiss coming at the end of the week. So if things aren't going your way right now, maybe they'll go better at the end of the week. Maybe things are going to lighten up and the right things are going to happen. The sun opposite Uranus the moon, was tonight, and the moon and the sun really together opposite Uranus is tomorrow at really 12.45 p.m. when we have the full moon, that's Eastern time. So I like to think that these are breakthroughs because Uranus is a breakthrough energy. And I like to think that we can sort of coax a breakthrough because we are dealing with deep energies, Scorpio energies, and you know we can have an emotional, powerful breakthrough when with Scorpio is very powerful. 
So one of the other things is that when we see that we have this kind of energy happening, we need to just sort of take our time, not rush, not push buttons, not seek to be aggressive in any way. It's best to just sort of go with the flow. Remember, we've got four planets in Scorpio and one in Pisces. There's five planets in water. So that is telling us to flow. There's no fire. Don't push. Allow things to come to you. Allow things to just float on over. You're going to do a lot better if you allow the flow to happen instead of trying to control it and push it. Saturn and Pluto are in Capricorn. Yes, we want to control things right now. And sometimes that's not a good idea. The rest of the sky is telling us just allow the flow to happen and things will flow to you. I had something flow to me this evening, some information flow to me that was very good and that I kind of predicted, I actually did predict, and it made me realize how good my intuition is. So that's another thing. This is a really good intuitive time. So use this time to be intuitive. Tune into yourself. Meditate. I always tell people to meditate because it calms you down and it helps you tune in and, and have faith and, and get connected to what's important. Um, one of the things that we experience with um, a full moon is that, you know, the sun and the moon are opposite and there's, you know, two directions we're going in. And what's happening now is this full moon is squaring the nodes of destiny. Now, the nodes of destiny have been in Aquarius and Leo since May of last year, but they're getting ready to leave. And they are at like one, two degrees and the full moon is going to be at one degree of Taurus with the sun at one degree of Scorpio and they are squaring. So that means there's a grand cross in the sky. So oftentimes with grand crosses, we come to a crossroads. We look at something different. We look at something as it's a crossroads and we see how we need to handle something differently or maybe uh, look at something differently and look at things in a positive way. Maybe we, were, we weren't looking at it optimistically before. We have to look at it in a positive way. We need to recognize there might be a, a new journey happening. And that's really something special. I mean, you know, this is a, this is a time to look at journeys differently um, because the, the crossroads between the full moon and the, and the nodes, remember the nodes are the moon's nodes, the lunar nodes. So back in July, we had that eclipse at the end of the of July. And then Uranus was there squaring the node. <laughs> and um, now we're not, having that so much anymore um, because it's not an eclipse and the eclipses are not happening, but the Uranus is still squaring the node and it's been squaring the node for a long time now, but we're having, it's not going to be so intense as an eclipse, but it is an awareness and it is time for breakthrough. So it could be really happy and exciting and saying, okay, great. You know what? I'm ready to do this. And I think that this is really positive for me and it's a good direction for me. So that's very good. We like that. And so that's something to be aware of too, that the full moon happens at this crossroads. And so just be aware of it. Just stick with it. Just understand it. See what happens for you. Tune in. I know we're all busy and full moons bring a lot of energy and I expect tomorrow to bring energy too. You know, there's a lot of energy out there. And so I really hope that we're just sort of connecting with uh, our direction and our journey in a positive way. Meanwhile, what else is going on? The moon will be in Taurus until 
Friday afternoon when it goes into Gemini. And that's at 3.41 p.m. on Friday Eastern time. So when you are looking at the moon in Gemini, it's a lot more airy. We're going to have another air planet, so that's good. And it will be in Gemini Saturday, and then it goes void, of course, uh, at uh, 12.30 a.m. Eastern time, Sunday morning. And then it's void all day Sunday, all day the 28th. So do something healing. Do something that is routine or if, you know, do your chores, relax, sleep. It's good. Read a book. Read a book that you've been, maybe you put down and you want to pick back up again because it's Gemini. So it's words. And that night the moon goes into cancer. So 7.27 p.m. Eastern time. So that's, that's a long, another long void moon. <laughs> like today's void moon is long. Um, so that's not a great time, again, to, to uh, start something new. It's a Sunday. Relax. Go enjoy a stroll in the park. Go do something um, fun and interesting and cool. Monday, the moon goes into Cancer, and we have a Mercury-Jupiter conjunction in Sag. So that's really good. That's positive. That's bright thinking. It's fiery thinking. It's it's a um, because even though it's in Scorpio, the Mercury and Jupiter together is really bright, and it wakes. Jupiter's a fiery planet, so it wakes up that Mercury, and and they come together, and it's it's positive, and it's. Um, it's intuitive too. And since they're both in water, they're, they're going to be connecting intuitively. So, you know, use your intuition. Let it, let's see what happens. Um, also, you know, when we start getting into the middle of next week, then things start to change signs. And on Halloween, two things change signs. That's Mercury going into Sag and Venus going to Libra, like I mentioned. And that will be the next Venus opposite Uranus. So remember, Back last month when Venus was entering Scorpio, uh, she went and opposed Uranus, which was, again, in early Taurus, on the 12th of September. Maybe you want to look back in your calendar, your diary, your journal, and see what happened on the 12th of September and what the next chapter of that is on the 31st. So something really interesting, creative, cool, could possibly happen. So now if you are a person who has Venus opposite Uranus in your chart, you are definitely getting what we call a recurrence. And there's three chapters to this. So pay attention, look at what's going on and see if you recognize a pattern from your life that's emerging while we have the Venus opposite Uranus. So we are at the, almost at the end of October. We're now in that Scorpio time. So use the Scorpio time wisely. Use it to get deep. Use it to get connected. Don't use it to be vengeful. <laughs> and don't use it to, you know, get back at people or anything like that or use it in a bad way. Scorpio gets a bad reputation. But frankly, I think it's the moon in Scorpio that I, I have experienced in my life. The moon in Scorpio was more of a stinger than the sun in Scorpio. Most Scorpios I know are salt of the earth people and they're really kind and lovely and loyal and that's their thing. And, but you don't cross them. You definitely don't cross them and you wouldn't want to. There are so many nice, I know so many nice Scorpios and actually it's the truth. They're a water sign, you know, cancer people are nice. Pisces people are nice. Scorpio people are nice. So there, so much for that bad reputation. There are obviously not nice Scorpios in the world. 
Um, there are not nice everything in the world, Leos, Cancers, Aquarius, everything. So you can't say that a generalization in all Scorpios, but they're powerful people. They should have Scorpio peoples, people with the sun in Scorpio. We should have compassion for them because I believe that they are given a com complicated and difficult path. Any Scorpio I know usually has something dramatic happen at one point in their life that is hard for them. And, but they get through it because they're a Scorpio. And so something is given to them that is more intense than something that you and I might not want to have happen. And, you know, they lose a loved one. Something happens in their life where they're, they're saddled with something, some issue that they have to contend with or work on. So they're tough people. They can get through anything. And if you are a Scorpio, congratulations, you can get through anything and know that you can get through anything. So most Scorpios I know have, have a thing, have a thing that they have to experience. And I don't think of any other sign with, with that. I don't think of any other sun sign with a thing that that's given to them that really builds their strength the way Scorpio does. So use this strength, use this time before planets and Scorpio as a strength, not as a weakness, not as a vengefulness, not as a sneakiness. And if nothing else, indulge in some good mystery novels and mystery movies and TV shows, because that's a good use of Scorpio energy. But Remain loyal, remain a salt of the earth person, and you'll use the Scorpio energy properly. That's it. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in more astrology, I have a website, devmcbride.com, and I just put a new blog up today about this week and what's going on. So you can read more about it there, debmcbride.com, and you can click on the blog. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, at debastrology for both of those. And they are uh, places where I discuss astrological aspects and what's going on and how we're feeling astrologically. So hang in there on that new moon, use the energy wisely, and enjoy Friday. Love Friday. And it's, it's good that it's happening on a Friday. It's a good way to start the weekend. We have that lovely Venus conjunction. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you soon. Take care.